Hallelujah. I want to thank God for Alan. <laughs> I, I tell people, we don't celebrate people when they are in their graves. We celebrate people when they are alive. Amen. And that is the only opportunity we have to do that. Uh, we, we, we try to read biographies that are not true to people who are dead, but when they are alive, we don't celebrate them. Amen. I want to say a big thank you to you, Alan. God bless you for taking me as one of your spiritual children to train. I've learned so many things from you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. From God, hallelujah. We give him all the praise. Amen. Hallelujah. This morning, I'm going to share something with you, something we all know. But we have to come to church every now and then to remind ourselves of the things that we already know. Amen. And sometimes as we remind ourselves, other people's hearts are touched, others are set free, others too are able to walk right with God. Amen. So I'm just coming to remind you of things that you already know. Uh, thank God for the life of uh, Pastor Harriet. Uh, she has visited me in Ghana once and we had a good time. Amen. Amen. We had a good time. She is a woman of faith. I respect you. I honor you. God bless you. Amen. I respect your ministry. Amen. God bless you. This morning, I want to share with you what I've titled The Pain of Recovery. The Pain of Recovery. About six months ago, I was having a toothache. And it was very painful. Sometime I'll go to bed and I cannot sleep because I was feeling the pains. At times, we have pains that we go through, each one of us. But when we go through pains, what do we do? A lot of us, we find it difficult to manage pains and because of that, we don't know what to do. When one is going through pains, that person sometimes can be depressed. Another time, I had my tonsils, and the tonsils was very painful. I couldn't drink water. I find it difficult to drink water. So the best thing is for me to go to the doctor to tell the doctor, I want this thing to be removed from there. But they gave me an appointment. I went back, and I met a young doctor. And he, he tried to examine me, and then he said to me, I'm not going to remove this. And I was like, I have my body. You've got to remove this for me. I know the pains that I'm going through. But still, this doctor did not remove the tonsils for me. So I was, I was living with it. Hallelujah. 
The Bible says that what shall separate us from the love of God. Let's read the, the, that book of Romans chapter 8. The book of Romans chapter 8. Verse 35. It says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, For thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Can we, can we just pause there? As, as a Christian, these are some of the things sometimes we go through. But the pains that we go through, they are pains of recovery. They are not just pains. You know, somebody can go through pains and the person might never recover something good out of it. But as Christians, the pains we go through, there is something at the end of the tunnel that is a good thing. Beginning of the pains, we find it difficult to go through such pain. The Bible says, Paul was saying that, he said, we die all day long. So as Christians, we are dying all day long for the pains we go through. Amen. Some of the pains might be chronic. It might be chronic, like my tonsillitis. He comes on and off, and I go through that pains. Another doctor that I met was able to examine me, asked me my profession, and then he said to me, he said, because you are a man of God and you use your voice to preach, we take out tonsils from young people, but we can control yours. I don't think that doctor might understand the pains that I go through. He might not understand. So sometimes the pains we go through, even those we share those pains with, they might not be able to understand. Hallelujah. But listen to me. There was a time in the life of David. David has never asked to become a king. David has never asked in his lifetime to become a king. But God sent a man to go and anoint David. And the man went and then anointed David. So David was anointed. As soon as the anointing of God came upon David... That was the time Saul started looking after the life of David. So theologians say that for 10 good years, David was not able to live at one particular place. He was running away from his life. That was the pain of David. Many, many years, he couldn't stay in his own house. For 10 years. After the anointing. I think that when the anointing comes, you are expecting that everything should be well. But after, the, after David has been anointed, that was the time he was running away. He went into the cave of Abdullam 
He stays in caves. He couldn't lie on his own bed. So that was the pain this man was going through. What kind of pains are you going through? And you think God can never recover it for you. You think God can never restore it for you. God can restore it back. No matter the pains we go through, we have a God who can restore it back. It says that we die all day long. We die all day long. So Paul could see the death of pains. But he said, upon all these things, nothing will separate me from my God. Upon all the things that I am going through, nothing can separate me from my God. One of the pains each one of us do face sometimes is the emotional pains. The emotional pains, is, it goes down deep sometimes to the soul. How you want things to be, that is not how it is. And it goes down deep to the soul. Paul, he says that, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. In, in all these things, in all the pains that we are going through, Paul says that we are more than conquerors. Hallelujah. Sometimes you will see a winner on the TV and people will be celebrating that person who has won. I'm telling you, angels are celebrating you because you have overcome the pains and you are still looking up to God. So angels, a host of angels, battalion of angels, they are celebrating you. Amen. He said, nay, in all these things, in all the things that I am going through, I am more than a conqueror. We are more than a conqueror. So the pains of recovery, you can recover your joy when the enemy thinks, oh, I have taken your joy away. Listen to me. It can be three years. It can be four years. It can be five years. But that kind of joy that you are looking for, God will bring it back. It is a pain of recovery. The enemy can come and knock at your door and take away the peace. And it can be one year. The peace of God will still come back. It will come back. You know, look at the life of uh, uh, Paul. The things he went through. The shipwrecks. The beatings. But at a point, he sat at a point and he says, your grace is sufficient for me. The things Paul went through were many. Many are the things Paul went through. And the Bible says that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver them out of them all. Amen. Yes, you might be going through difficult time at this time. And when it happens like that, sometimes loved ones that you think they will be there for you, sometimes they are not there. I'm telling you, sometimes they are not there. Sometimes even your family will not be there. Sometimes even your children will not be there. But there is a pain of recovery. At that moment, you will feel it. Like the weeping prophet. It came to a time, Jeremiah had to cry. Because he was put in a place that even common water, he never even get to drink. 
the pain was difficult. All loved ones have gone away from him. But a time will come that there will be recovery. Those of you going through any, any pains, I'm here to re, I mean, encourage you that a time of recovery will one day come. We see that in the life of Joseph. Joseph went through a lot of pains, difficult times in his life. But at a point, there was a time of recovery. When God brings you recovery, you will forget about all the pains that you have gone through. I pray that you shall recover all. I pray that you shall recover all. These were the anointed statement of David. After the anointing, when he ran through a troop, he said, now I have recovered all. Now I have recovered all. The enemy is not afraid how anointed you are. The enemy is not afraid how anointed you are. You can be anointed, but you will still go through the pains. There are people in the Bible who were anointed, and they went through the pains. And I can tell of David, highly anointed. David has the heart of God. He's, he's able to connect to God so easily. He's able to receive the revelations of God. But at a time, he realized he had to run because he could not bear the pains. But through all his journeys, God was with him. I don't know your journeys that you are going through. It might be a journey of pains that you are facing today. But I'm here to encourage you that your God has never leave you. The Bible says he will never leave us nor forsake us. So your God has never leave you. He will not leave you today. He will not forsake you today. In the midst of the pains, your God is there with you. I said in the midst of the pains, your God is there with you. When I was meditating to come and share the word of God with you, there was a scenario that I saw myself. When my wife was pregnant with my second born, Karen, the nine months passed, and the doctors want to do an operation to take, out of, to take the baby out, and then I said to her, no, don't sign for that. Don't, don't sign for that. The baby will come the normal way. If you have given birth the first time the normal way, the baby will come the normal way. So we were trusting God that she will not go through the operation, but she will give birth. Ten months, the baby has not come. On the 11th month, I was just standing there like that. And I saw my wife, blood coming out, cloth of blood. And she had to lean on something because of the pain. Because of the pain. It's not easy to go through pains. It is not an easy thing to go through pains. When the blood was coming, she was screaming. I was there. She was screaming. When somebody is in pain, you might give the, the person words of comfort, 
but you will not feel the way the person is feeling. It's different. No matter how you will talk to the person, the way the person goes through the, that very pain, it will not be like as if you are in the person's shoe. God knows your pains. He knows what you go through. Deep down within your heart is there to be with you in the very pain that you are going through. Hallelujah. When we are in pains, it's difficult. It's difficult. I want you to know that every pain has recovery. Every pain. There was a man in the Bible called Jabez. The Bible says that Jabez was born out of pain. There was no hope for that man because the mother bare him out of pains. And because of the pains the mother went through, and the sadness she went through, she decided to name the child Jabez. Jabez was growing, and he realized that all his life has been pain. What at all have I done in life that I go through such pain? Every now and then, I'm going through that pain. The Bible says that one day Jabez went before God, and he cried to God. There is only one person that understands our pain. Only one person. He said, oh God, that thou mayest take me out of this pain. Lord, take me out of this pain. Only one person understands our pain. Money cannot solve your pains. No amount of money can solve your pains. Only one person. Only God. And it's the person we have to tend to when we are in that pain. When the pains come to you, don't let the pain separate you from God. There are a lot of people, they have been separated away from God. I'm not preaching you something new, you don't know. I knew a woman who was looking for a baby for many years. Many years, nine good years she was not having the child. And then she got one. When she got one, three months, the baby died after nine years looking for a child. This woman was going to church. She was a strong Christian. But when that incident happened, she said to me, they called me daddy. She said, daddy, I don't think there is God. I don't think. Because she has gone for prayers upon prayers looking for baby. Nine good years in marriage looking for issue. The issue didn't come. God gave her a baby. Now, three months, the baby is dead. Everybody's pain is different. The baby died within three months. And she sat at home. She doesn't want to come to church. She has nothing to do with that living God Today I'm preaching to you that he alone understands that pain. And sometimes we might not understand destinies. How destinies happen, we might not understand. 
I, I went to that woman to talk to her. Only God knew the reason why he has taken away this baby. He said, Daddy, there is no God. I don't think there is God for what I have gone through. Sometimes certain pains can let you turn against your God. Sometimes certain pains can tell you, give up, throw away the towel, and leave like any other person. But Paul is saying that no matter what we go through, nothing will separate me and my God. Nothing. No matter what we go through, nothing. Let nothing separate you from your God. He understands everything. Even when we don't know, it's all-knowing. Yes, when we don't know, it's all-knowing. God is all-knowing. Hallelujah. Don't forget that in the scriptures, there was a man. We have, read, we have read about this man called Job. Job was a wealthy man. He was a strong Christian. He loved God. The wife loved God. But one day, Satan went to God. The Bible, my Bible says Satan went to God. And the Bible says that, do you think, he went to God and asked God a question, do you think this man loves you for nothing? He loves you because of what you have made him. He loves you because of what you have made him. And God told Satan, he said, I know my servant Job. I know my servant Job. And then Satan said, if you lie, you take all the things that you have blessed him with and see whether he will continue to serve you. Hallelujah. Sometimes the pains that comes, he comes to test us, our faith. The, the pains that comes. He comes to test you and I, our faith. I have gone through a lot of things in my ministry. The people I love, sometimes they are not there for me when I'm in need. Sometimes they will reject you. Sometimes as even they've forgotten about all the, your good, just the one side of it. Just the one side of it. That is what they will take, take you on. And I'm telling you, the pains you will go through, you will ask yourself, have I loved this person before? Have I showed this person love before? You will go through such thing. For example, if you have a child and your child have risen against you. You know, it will marvel you that this somebody I love, somebody I have taken care of, and it's now risen against me. Pains can let you think, can change your focus. Pains. The Bible says that, and Job went through a lot of things because God allows it. God allows it. Amen. When God allows it, Job was still holding on to his faith. Hallelujah. He held on to his faith. Nothing should separate you and I from loving God. No matter the weapons of the enemy, no matter what comes against you, still hold on to your faith. Let your faith be strong. Let nothing separate you from love God, loving God. Let nothing separate you from, your, from the love of God. Amen. Job, in the readings, his friends who has been there with him, they all left him. They pretended as if they don't know Job because Job is now 
a sickler. He was not feeling well. It was difficult for Job. He couldn't even sing the songs of God. You know, sometimes when you are in pain, sometimes you cannot pray, sometimes you cannot even sing. When you are in pain, it's difficult. But deep down within Job, is holding on to the faith of his maker. He's holding on to the faith of his maker. He never gave up within the pains that he was going through. He never gave up. I pray that you will not give up. I pray that you will not turn your back against your God. I pray that you will not even turn your back against your church. You will still hold on to the faith. Hallelujah. Job said, though he slays me, yet will I serve him. Yet will I hold on to my faith. I won't give up. I won't give up. Hallelujah. Like I said, this message is not a new message. Sometimes when you are in pains, you grieve. You grieve. Some of us, we have grieved when we have not even seen loved ones dead. But just alone on our toilet, we are grieving. In our bathroom, we are grieving. We lie on our beds and we are grieving. We grieve over the pains we are going through. I'm telling you, at the end of your grieving, your grievances, there is always a recovery. At the end of Job, there was a great restoration for Job. Great restoration for Job. My church went through difficult times, but God has started giving me restoration. There was a great restoration for Job, and I pray that every pain you go through, there will be a restoration for you. There will be, there will certainly be a restoration. And when God is bringing the restoration, the things, the cankawem, the caterpillar, have eaten. When God is bringing the restoration, sometimes we don't know how he does it. He comes without a man's imagination. He comes without you comprehending it. You will not understand. And then you will sit down and say, this is the doing of the Lord. This is not the work of man. This is the doing of the Lord. Hallelujah. May it be the doing of the Lord in your life. May God bring you restoration. May God bring you restoration. Now, when you are in pains, you wish the walls in front of you, you can jump over it. But when you look at it, the walls are too high and massive that it's difficult to jump over it. It will only take the Lord to lift you to jump over that wall. It will, only, it will only take God. Man cannot do it. Man cannot do it. Hallelujah. Man cannot do it. It will only take God. Hallelujah. The pains of loved ones, the pains of loved ones who have died and separated can cause us grief. I had my brother. He was a very good footballer. When you see me and you see Titus as if we are twins, but he's older than me. But when you look at us, as if we are twins, 
Titus just died. I grieve over it many, many years. I was grieving over it. There is nothing wrong when you are going through pains and you cry. There is nothing wrong. There is, but when you keep the pains continuously, all your lifetime, you are keeping the pains, then there is something wrong. But there is nothing wrong when you grieve over things. The Bible says that Jesus wept. He grieved, he wept over the pains of Lazarus. He wept over it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes we grieve for how insignificant our life is. We try life, we try everything in life to become better. But things are not better. We grieve over sad things. Hallelujah. You can be insignificant today, but God can make you significant. God will always take those things which are nothing to make something out of it. So today you might be insignificant today. Today you might be insignificant. You might be somebody that nobody honors, nobody respects. But God is preparing you from the back. God is preparing you from the back. I have seen people in the church who are nobody, who cannot even lead praise and worship, who cannot preach like the way I'm preaching, you know, who can do nothing. They were in the church just being insignificant. And then all of a sudden, the grace of God just comes upon them. So you can just be insignificant, but the grace of God can come upon you. Yes, you can be the technician at the back, but the grace of God can just come upon you. And you begin to do what people think, oh, this man cannot do it. But now, he's able to do it. Amen. Hallelujah. He called those things which be not as though they were. Things that people don't honor, those are the things God takes and repackage it for its use. I've seen people who are alcoholic. You ask yourself, can this person preach the word of God? I'm telling you, when grace comes in and finds you in your pains, in your difficult times, and grace prepares you, it takes you from the backside. Grace can give you a new garment, can change the garment you are wearing, and give you and place on you a new garment. Hallelujah. I have been there before. I have been there before. When grace came, pick me and redress me. You can be redressed by the grace of God. The grace of God can redress you. The grace of God can redress you. He can pick you just as you are and be a blessing to you. My message for you today is that Job recover all. Job recover all. Job recover all. Listen, read the Bible. His children died in his predicament. Everything went off. His livestock all died. Everything went off. All because of the test of God. Somebody you are here, God, have placed a big test before you. If you don't take care, you will turn your back to your God. Don't turn your back to your God. A time of recovery will come. A time of restoration will come. And God will fill those vacuums. Those empty places will be filled by him. A time of recovery is coming. Oh, you remember the time you shared those love, the joy together, and those things are no more there. God is preparing you a holy joy. God is preparing you a holy peace. Hallelujah. 
may God recover for you. He said, what shall separate us from the love of God? Shall tribulation? Shall distresses? He said, in all these things, in all these things that we are going through, we are more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. I say you are more than a conqueror. I don't know what you are facing. You alone knows your mountain. You alone knows your Goliath. But there is no Goliath which cannot come down. Oh, by the power of God, there is no Goliath which cannot come down. Every Goliath will hear the voice of God. May the voice of God speak in your pains. May the voice of God speak in your pains. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. As I come to the end of this morning message, Jeremiah was not supposed to cry because he heard the voice of God. God speaks to Jeremiah. He was a, a, a great prophet, but it came to a time as if the voice of God is no more coming. He, he, he is frustrated of the direction to go. Where should I go? Where is the voice that has been speaking to me? Where is that God? Where is that God? When you are in pain, everything is confused. You find yourself in a confused moment. But listen, even in our storms and our confused moment, he is there with us. Yes. In your storms and in your confused, confused moment, your God is there with you. I've not come to preach a best message for you, I have come to speak what God has asked me to speak to you. That recovery is coming. You shall recover all. All. God will cause you to recover all. Hallelujah. Listen. You are not staying in that pain. You are walking out of that pain. You will not remain in that pain forever. You are walking out of it. We are walking out of it. Even though we can feel it. We are going out of it. Amen. Even though you can feel that pain, you are going out of it. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Our God is good. He's good. He will never allow your enemies to crush you, to destroy you. Destinies are in his hands, and he will fulfill destinies. He will fulfill our destinies, no matter the pains that we go through. Hallelujah. When we sit in our pains and we don't walk through it, he creates what we call phobia. Phobia. And phobia is one of the weapons of the devil. The spirit of fear. The spirit of fear it's a weapon of the devil. When one is in pains and you are not close to your God, you are not serving him, I mean, you are not firm to decide that no matter what I am going through, I will serve the Lord. If you don't, if you are not firm, the enemy will bring phobia. Fear. Fear is not real. Fear is a spirit. Fear comes from the kingdom of darkness. Fear will come and sit with you. And you can hear him speaking when nobody is there. You will hear fear speaking to you. Can you do it? 
Are you sure you'll be able to do it? Are you sure you have the strength, the strength that you first have? Are you sure you still have that strength? Fear will come and be talking to you. I pray for you today that if you have come to that point, it is because of the pains you are going through. May the fear of the enemy leaves you. May you be free because Christ has given us freedom, liberty. Fear must not come at all. Allow fear to leave you. You will be able to do it. The Bible says in the book of James, it said, count it all joy. Count it all joy when you go through temptation. Count it all joy. Hallelujah. Count it all joy. Hallelujah. For the trial of your faith worketh patience. For the trial of your faith, it worketh patience. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes we go through all these things because God wants us to have patience. Amen. For the trial of your faith, the Bible says that it worketh patience. Amen. This morning I will pray for some of you. Some of you that you think you are going through pains. And those pains are unbearable. We have a God who cannot fail. Even though it is unbearable for you, he was able to solve David out. He solved David out. He took him from the backside of the desert. He anointed him. He went through the pains with David. He brought David to the throne. I'm telling you, your throne is waiting for you. Your throne of grace is waiting for you. You might think, oh, the enemy has carried my chair of grace. I'm telling you, he has been sent to go and position it very well for you. Your enemy has been sent to place that chair that you need to sit on it very well for you. David's chair was placed at the right time for him. No matter the pains he went through. I pray for you this morning. I know what you are going through alone with your God. Alone individually. Every pain is different. I have my pain I go through. I share with you about my toothache. I share with you about my tonsillitis. I have my pains I am going through. Everybody with a pain is going through. But it is a pain of recovery. It is a pain of recovery. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord be gracious to you. And may the, the face of God shine upon you. In all that you go through. In Jesus name. Amen. Can we please stand on our feet? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. This morning, if you are, if you are there, and there is one or two pains that you have been going through, and you feel like you need prayers, you can move forward this morning and we will pray for you. If you want prayers, we, 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 we will pray for you. Those of you with, who need prayers, you can come forward. I will pray for you. Thank you, Lord.